Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. How are you doing, Alan? Good morning. And uh, we're looking forward to what hopefully will be a nice festive period. You're the man to talk turkey with me this morning. So straight away, let's talk turkey. The traditional turkey. What should we be doing at this stage with it? We should have it purchased, hopefully, have we? Well, we hope so. They're probably sure I probably will be waiting until the last minute. Uh, I, I suppose on the first question I'm asked year after year, year after year, like, how much turkey do I get? I've got eight people, I've got ten people, I've got twelve people. How much or what weight of turkey do I get? As a general rule of thumb, um, Alan, a pound to a pound and a half per person, per serving, should be sufficient for a Christmas dinner. Right. So you work your servings off that. And that's a general rule of thumb. So a pound, pound and a half. Now your average size turkey usually what you would get in would be about a four four point five kg to five kg, which is about eleven pounds. That should do eight people to ten people comfortably. And that would be a bit of leftovers as well. Very so good. that's my general ruling it of thumb of purchasing your turkey and the weights for people of your servings. And, you know, how to prepare a turkey, no harm to remind us again. How do you go about it? Oh, preparing it? Well, obviously, obviously, it needs to be fresh. You know what I mean? There should be no uh, bruised, um, uh, you know, flesh or anything like that. Um, and obviously, like, traditionally what people do would be stuff the turkey. And obviously, people are always looking for ideas how to stuff it. I mean, usually the breadcrumb stuffing is that what we would put into our turkeys, which kind of is just kind of based on... You know, I'm basing all this now around, say, a 5 kg of turkey. What what do I have to get? Um, and I'd be kind of looking at saying, get approximately 500 grams of breadcrumbs, a medium diced onion, and about 150 grams of butter. Melt your butter and add your diced onion. Um, cook it cook it till your onions are soft and add it to your breadcrumbs. And that's usually your generic kind of breadcrumb stuffing. Now, obviously, there's huge varieties, and I kind of have... There are two or three here which, you know, just create a bit of difference of, you know, slightly bit different so than your usual one. Um, obviously, you're using mixed herbs. Um, my chef tip in this, use fresh herbs. Don't fresh use herbs. dried herbs. Right. Fresh herbs, by far superior than your dried herbs. Rosemary, sage, thyme, absolutely beautiful in the stuffing. It makes it much more aromatic and a beautiful smell coming from your kitchens of fresh herbs as opposed to your dried herbs. Well, I, I, expect no, you, I expect you to burst into uh, Simon Garfunkel's Scarborough Fair there, parsley sage. <laughs> oh, yeah. He didn't, he's thoroughly in time. Yeah. You, you, didn't yeah very good, very good. you didn't mention parsley, Nigel. Is parsley partial to the turkey? Well, par- parsley, yeah, but it's quite a mild one. I mean, turkey can hold up to good, strong flavours of herbs. Mm. You know, thyme, rosemary and sage, as I said again, are much more aromatic. Yeah. Now, obviously... The list is in so what you can add to this then. Yeah. I mean, I've got a couple of favourites that I kind of wrote down. Um, a cranberry, orange and apple stuffing. Mm. And that's basically using your like your classical breadcrumb stuffing and adding a few dry cranberries, a zest of orange, you know, um, a couple of peeled and diced apples and add it to your stuffing. So lovely. Very, very, very nice. Yeah. There's also another one called dried apricots. Beautiful. Chopped up. Um, nice toasted walnuts. Again, Add your stuffing. And uh, one of my favourites then is a caramelised onion and smoked bacon stuffing. Again, using your classical breadcrumb stuffing. 
Um, now, it takes a bit more cooking because you, you slice up your onions, and what you're trying to do is make kind of a caramelized onion, which is basically cooking your onions very, very slowly, adding some brown sugar, and creating a nice little caramelized onion. Yeah. Um, cook off your smoked bacon, a few smoked rashers, cook them on the pan, and add these then to your, to your basic classical breadcrumb stuffing. That's a gorgeous one, actually, your caramelized onion and smoked bacon. Again, lovely and aromatic, and it's lovely to... Uh, they sound, they sound out. I could actually taste them. I'm closing my eyes here listening to you. I can actually yeah. taste them. The stuff uh, no, that's a nice one. That's one of my favorite caramelized onion one. Yeah. Now, next question. Here's my stuffing. Here's my cooked, or here's my stuffed turkey. Mm. What do I next? How long do I cook it for? Yeah. How long am I going to cook for? A general rule of thumb, what I give my advice to people, is 20 minutes per pound. Right. That's a general rule of thumb. That it would be now, obviously... In a preheated oven, fan assisted, and approximately 170 degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. So, basically, instead of work this off, say your average turkey, which is about 11 pounds, you are probably looking at about three and a half to four hours for this to be cooked. Wow. Now, I do recommend that every household should have a, a meat thermometer. A meat a yeah. thermometer. Right. So, we can check, we can check whether it's done. Mm-hmm. And basically, it should be reading 74 degrees or higher for at least a minute or two when you when you probe the meat in the thickest part of the, of the turkey, which is around thigh bone. That's used the thickest part of the turkey. If it's reading at that, perfect, you're done. Now, obviously, not everyone does a reprobe, so go back to test it then, is actually just make a decision, again, at the thigh bone, that is the thickest part of the turkey, and you should have no blood or no, you should have the clear juices running from your turkey. Again, right. it's a very good indication that your turkey is done. Right. If you, if you have somebody who doesn't like turkey, what's a good alternative? Because obviously you're going to be very busy trying to prepare the turkey and the trimmings, but then you might have somebody who could be um, any range of different types of uh, choice of foods they'd be looking for. What do you suggest? Well, I... Did, I wrote down there a couple... I mean, we have a lot of vegetarians at the moment and vegans. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're quite on the scene at the moment. And basically, I've, I've written one here that actually I'm very fond of, actually. I actually did there a few months ago. And it's kind of a layered roast root vegetable pie. It's really, really nice. Uh, there's a bit of cooking and a bit of effort in it, but it's well worth it. And this soup for vegans and for vegetarians. And basically, like, I'm using root vegetables... And the root vegetables we're using like would be uh, beetroot, sweet potato, celeriac, and kale. And basically what we do actually is just slice up all these root vegetables nice and thinly. And we add some aromats like um, thyme goes beautifully with beetroot. Um, maybe a bit of cumin spice or paprika with your sweet potato. Your celeriac goes nice with honey. And we'd actually roast these off for about say 20 minutes, 25 minutes in the oven separately. Now, you have to leave these go cold. So this is kind of like your mise en place, or all I call it. It's kind of your preparation time. Um, and then we're going to make... So while, while they're cooling and cooling down and they're actually cold, we'd actually make what I call a boiled water pastry. And base, this pastry is basically 500 grams of spelt flour. Spelt flour is kind of a whole grain or wholemeal flour. It's, it's much more protein and I think it's a much more healthier option. Yeah. Um, 150 grams of coconut oil. Now, vegetable oil will do. 
well, adds that little bit of flavor, and 200 mils of boiling water. Yeah. And basically then is that you add your, you put your flour in a bowl, add your oil, and add your boiling water. And that's based then you mix together and you make a boiling water pastry. Now, you have to work quite quickly on this because it's better done when the pastry is actually warm. Yeah. So we grit, we, I use a 20 centimeter spring form tin, you know, like your cheesecake tins, mm-hmm. which be greased. And basically take three quarters of your, your, um, your, your dough mix. You roll it out. It can be quite finicky, but you don't have to be an expert on rolling pastry because all you can do is just patch it up. Just to make sure that there is no gaps in the yeah. pastry. Yeah. So line your, your, your spring form tin. And basically what you do then is that you layer up your vegetables, your cold vegetables, inside the pie. So you're layering your kale, your celeriac, your sweet potatoes that are all pre-roasted and are cold. And you've all the nice aromats and spices from your, your, your vegetables. And you layer them up till you reach the top of the, the tin, obviously. You take your other quarter of, of, of pastry that you've left over and you make a lid. And obviously you, you crimp that up then. Make sure there's no holes. You make the hole in the bottom to leave the, the air escape into an oven, 170 degrees for about 40, 45 minutes. Bob's your uncle. Take it out. Yeah. Leave a rest for about, say, 10 minutes and, and slice it. Absolutely gorgeous, actually. Happy, happy Christmas to you, Nigel. Enjoy that. Top tips, as always. Nope. To you and the, and the Top of the Hotel team. Another proud Wexford company. Uh, well done to you. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.